0: I just, you know, I wanted, uh, you know, since we've launched this, you know, impromptu YouTube channel and we've had, you know, various calls with, you know, community guests and, you know, kind of more, um, I don't want to say bigger names, but, you know, if we, as in when we start doing um, more external guests, I did not want to lose, you know, the ability to sit down and talk to you guys. Because um, that's been a big part of our calls for the last year. So when someone asked for a QA and a thread, uh, just kind of catching up on, you know, anything that you guys want to clarify, I'm, you know, no expert here. I don't think I've ever said I was on anything. I can certainly offer you my opinion um, from the way I feel like we echo or endorse Certain fundamentals on this channel. Um, And since I didn't want to come into this trying to make 101 different applications for people, just wanted to keep it super simple. um, You know, one of the things I've said, you know, in anticipation of a complete financial collapse, is that I don't like paper anything right now. And I realize how boring that is. Um, But a lot of this stuff goes back to just the basics of sound money um, when, through whatever reevaluation happens, uh, you can still have money or real money outside the system. So that goes back to gold, silver, and uh, crypto, Uh, certain crypto, excuse me, (laughs) digital assets specifically. Uh, And those are the coins that I've been super um, focused on and vocal with you, Vicky, over this last year to I guess uh, set everybody up on the new financial system. Now, obviously, it's super boring waiting while we're here uh, in this financial system as this one slowly fades and suffocates away, and then keeps getting put on life support and brought back to life, and all this kind of stuff. All those ins and outs that are happening daily—they don't really interest me because, if anything, it just distracts me. Um, so, if you guys want, like, the you know latest on the Dow Jones or the NASDAQ, I'm not that person. I'm not, you know, uh, day trading. There are a few coins that I trade, um, but I keep this, you know, pretty broad as far as what I do personally, or I mean, I, it's very specific, but I'm not, you know, giving any, I don't want anybody to feel like I have an, you know, no ultimate answer because I saw some questions um, and I have had some personal questions about, you know, specifics on mortgages and pensions. Um, and you know, look, my opinion on those is don't have them, get out of them, do whatever you can to drop them like a bad habit. That's my opinion. Now (laughs) saying that might freak out a few of you guys, so I don't. Um, but if you really want to know what I think, I think they're awful. I think any income from a bond, get out of that, uh, yesterday. (laughs) But, you know, i that's why, you know, I realize what I do, you know, doesn't necessarily match everybody else's, um, you know, at least the revenues of income they might have been relied upon or obviously years and years of working in, in, and contributing into a pension um, obviously makes people very hesitant uh, to get out of that. And I totally understand that and the fear of paying taxes and all of that. So I don't want to dance around certain topics, but equally, if you ask my opinion on them, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, and I hope that's clear, and you understand. You know, I, I have no, no agenda here. This isn't, you know, a Q and A to be put on a roasting fire. This is just a and A because Vicky and I have done a lot of these, um, you know, recent YouTube like. You know, we started using Zoom because it's easier for YouTube. Um, when we have, you know, if just a few speakers, but in that we are not able to have the same kind of community interaction like we do on telegram. So that's why I, I wanted to be able to run a few, you know, this one and, you know, see how it goes in the future to be able to kind of talk to you guys. Um, cause there were nights, you know, in the past where we just got on a call after some obscene announcement and we're just like, what the hell was that? Uh, And there was no agenda. It was just people coming together and in shock, really. Um, And so that's why I think that's the community that I feel like we've kind of built together over the last year. And me and, you know, Vicky taking on this amazing new venture, although it does take time, but, you know, scheduling people and following up and then they, you know, uh, cancel and then we have to reschedule, you know, that kind of stuff that gets, that gets hard. And so sometimes... I just want to keep it just you know a discussion with you all um so i say that you know as i was like whatever 18 minutes late to this call um so i apologize for keeping you guys waiting it's just uh the middle of the day and so sometimes the time zones it's hard anyway (laughs) how was that vicky do you think i made our point across (laughs) <laughs> yeah definitely
1: yeah, it's a, definitely. A, real shame, a real shame obviously not to have Abby have tonight but, annoyed, but hopefully but we can get her, get her on in the on future, in the future um, um and other guests and, other guests and things, things that we've that kind of got lined on. up
0: well so, I yeah you know, there's two things I, you know I can either do this full time and tell everyone you know like I I you know applaud James He's just said look this is my you know this is now my mainstream of income and I'm going to be doing a podcast full time and I'm going to seek out the best and provide real high quality content. And, um, you know, that he is a journalist and every, I mean, the way he speaks is it is very, his, some of these discussions will, you know, blow your mind. Um, and I love them for that, but we can start doing that organically. I mean, I never saw this as like a full-time, you know, stream of revenue. So I, it's unfair to like, you know, just kind of stop everything to do that, but it is surprising how much energy it takes um, you know, just finding people or talking to people through people. And now, you know, we want to make sure that we're vetting people appropriately. And, you know, so we have no like Mel Carmine like folk that just you drop out of the back truck and send there on the street corner. So, you know, I don't want any of that kind of stuff on this channel. So I'm not going to be doing lights and subscribes or finding people that bring that kind of clickbait crap. That's just a waste of time for everyone, I think. Um, so, but there are things that we are doing, Vicki, you and I, you know, you know, we're, we're part of a team that's the finalists for the Ripple grant. People don't really know what that means. Um, honestly, I don't think we do either, but that's pretty damn cool. Um, you know, considering we've told everybody we want to build this locally global credit union and I meant what I said. So sometimes if you see me go quiet on something, oftentimes I'm just finding a better way to strategize to make it happen. Um, And, you know, I wasn't prepared to stop my business and put everything behind that or invest everything just because of how, you know, kind and glorious the UK media has been to Hacker House over the years. So it wasn't like something I really wanted uh, to draw attention to as much as I just want to do it. But gosh, you have no idea how excited I am to be telling, to be like holding my breath, to let everyone know about this, you know, command prompt. Tool that you know Matthew has written on the XRPL <laughs> I, mean,
1: that, I mean that kind so of kind leads of, us into, a nice, into actually, a nice segue actually which uh, um, we may be able, able to answer off the answer back of the, of the, of the announcement, announcement um, which is which the, the same uh, concern, the concern that, comes that comes up with up Ripple, with Ripple being, being in bed with, with the web what does it mean for XRP and, and being used as part of the, and part system? Part of the system and obviously we know how it's going to work and how you've got to be in there to make changes and matthews co for example will make massive changes to how it's used and accessed and what we're bringing to uh through the the credit union um with a a new kind of a banking system shows how it's not going to be swallowed up but the rails need to be there globally we can't avoid that fact um you know we're not going to be able to live in a little hub of ten thousand people in in one little union we need to be accessing you know the global rails, which is what ripple has to do and unfortunately that will be stepping alongside the weapon stuff
0: well I think you know to go back to this concept um a friend asked me about this the other day actually and I was sending him I, consequently I was sending I was Guys, I, I kind of, you know, didn't mean to, but I did go off. I, I was like, James, Cliff, hi. And I sent that photo. And I was like, don't hate me. And then he was like, ooh, tell me more. So I was like, really, James? Okay, here's everything where he's wrong about XRP. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I just, I couldn't help it. I was like, this is factually incorrect. This is factually incorrect. Where the hell has he been the last 15 years? What is he, sleeping under a rock? Um, You know, the quantum, quantum financial system, again, is just to go back to this, there is a quantum computer, and it probably will be running the financial system. But before you get all worried about that, um, it's not, it's, I don't think it'll be anything like, um, you know, maybe similar to what Charlie Ward is trying to say, or Simon Parks, or who cares? Everybody gets so caught up on that. Like, there is going to be a blockchain-backed super quantum computer, and it probably has been around years and years. Um, I know that uh, we found some patents and we found you know various takes on this, but there was a quantum quantum.gov uh, website uh, launched at the White House. Now, I know there's a lot of crazy stuff happening at the White House, but here's the thing. Nothing's happening at the White House. So this was one of the last things that was actually published and put out there before all went to hell with that election. Um, so, you know, keep in mind, whatever the hell's pretending to be a white house web, I mean, there's just, that's a different conversation for patriots so far that pay far more attention to the emblems and stuff like that. But trust me, there's a lot and DC's pretty much an empty hole, but, and <laughs> what's up with the, the fencing anyways, back to XRP. So I keep saying there, when this does fall to pieces, cause eventually what has been propped up will have to come down. It will have to collapse. The system can only sustain for so long, right? So, when this ultimately does happen, you think anyone's going to have time to find the new alternative? You think people, like, think of the trust that's going to be lost. Think of how people are going to be so fearful. They're wanting to be told what to do, they're going to want to know. What's the next move? These guys, you know, they're going to be demanding heads for everybody uh, in charge because of what has happened. And I think this is why, you know, Ripple and XRP has been strategically placed, you know, over the years. This is why they've had, you know, various meetings across the different various administrations, um, you know, for the implementation of this software, this technology. Um, it was designed for all the money, and all the money it will it will have uh, it will be for. And the patents on this actually predate Bitcoin. So there's a lot of suggestion to say that, you know, this was old, this is older than Bitcoin and Bitcoin was the beta. So when people go nuts that, you know, they think I'm just hating on Bitcoin, well, I am, because you guys are like 15 years behind the times. You know, Bitcoin is, and you wanna call it new technology, please catch up. <laughs> um, because Bitcoin, the reality is, is that has been centralized. It can be centralized on a computer. You you know it requires the what the like a plug-in to do basically the same security features that the RippleNet can do. It's just there's so many clunks with it. It's not as capable, sustainable, and scalable, which is why I think they gave everybody a nugget to chew on, a carrot if you will, for the you know right after the Band-Aid explosion of that uh, collapse in 2008. So Bitcoin served as the proxy to the dollar and has been functioning ever since people can make real money with it. That doesn't mean I don't know why they they think I'm, I mean, yeah, but at at any point you could also just do nothing. It could all go to nothing like a Luna Um, and, you know, (laughs) IP classic, but let's hope you can come back and show us what you got again. Um, You know, the crypto is a crazy world guys. This is why, you know, I get, I get messages daily about this or that, or this new project. And I understand the excitement behind all of it. I do. My husband's really into all of that. And, you know, I just say, look, there'll be plenty of time for that kind of stuff. If you want to risk the gamble or staking, I mean, that's kind of just like a glorified gambling process. This is why I don't I don't do simple swaps. I don't do, you know, these kind of DEXs. I don't do. I mean, you had to pull my arm to even set up a trust line. I I just don't like third party anybody. Um, And This is why I see the future of the financial system so clear, because when I have my husband involved, who's like total security, verification, trust, you know, like let's build the Fort Knox, like he just, if there's a way to hack a bank, my husband knows how to do it. And that's, you know, that whole thing when I was doing in London in 2015, 16, I wonder pissed everyone off, but I was one like. I was the one in government saying, like, hey, we should listen to the criminals. (laughs) They probably could teach us a lot. If you guys are so damn worried about these backdoors and these fraudulent, you know, creepy creepers, then let's hear how they do it. And the ones that have done it, let's have them teach the very best of the best. You can't have half your force not know where this is going. So the point is, just to circle back, the, the, the financial system we're in is completely broken. And it can be surveilled and your ACH, your router, your bank account, these sort of codes, they can be tracked and they can be intercepted. Um, I found it really weird today that, you know, all that, that going through HMRC has to be filed through QuickBooks. You know, it's just a, another way to monopolize a system and send it through. Now, when you look at how the ripple net, um, has been made, the first thing one of my husbands, one of the first things my husband noticed was, well, damn! This was built for the institutions. This is not, you know, capable nor palatable for small developers like me who just want to, like, plug and play, write a bit of code, see what it does, write a bit of, you know, work out SDK, try this or that. You know, um, that's not how Ripple was designed. It was designed institutionally, so it, it, it does take powerful servers and nodes to kind of work and build on. Now, one of the things that he saw in the problems of. Uh, the XRP grants or you know what what you know Ripple was looking to was to basically fund some developers to build on top some cool open source tools that give other development developers the means to develop more and there there lies the ecosystem right this is the very incipiency of this innovative space where you see it's you know clunky taking off now XRP went directly for the banks and the higher institutions And then they've worked backwards and they've created, you know, these small grants where they give developers tools to enable other developers. And that's where we're going to come in the game. This is why you guys, honestly, not to to plug, to shamelessly plug, but hell Vicky, we got to do it. This is why you guys, we are so damn proud of the Shiba NFT folks. All right. They are doing the laborious, horrible Soul destroying work building code on the sologenic on xRPL because that is the shit that will scale. If they were trying to pump and dump, they would not be going through this heartache. Trust me, guys. They are waiting for you know like you know, things to be developed to help build the ecosystem, like an NFT marketplace. And they're the type that are like, look, this doesn't exist. We're gonna have to build one ourselves. This is why Vicky and I like them because. We're those kind of people, right? We like this is how my husband works. This is how you know I work. If something's broken, we got to fix it. And sometimes the only way to make it better is to point out where it's broken, and then you just got to let it burn. <laughs> so, you know, when I talk about XRP and, and these blockchains, it really is to go back how the internet is going to be com- dramatically redesigned. You know, right now, if you use Brave Browser, you're using it as a plug-in to your normal browser. Now, look, this doesn't really need to be broken down into details because it doesn't really matter because the front end will look the same to you guys. But on the back end, everything's changing. The Internet will change. This is where the migration into Web3 is permission-based. So you're the one that holds the permission, you the user not like this web 2.0 rape and pillaging like i've spoken about this the data you know when you go places you're the product you're not the, you're the the user you're just the buying and selling the collateralized metadata that you know gets collected like cattle on a website but this is why you want people like my husband and others, you know small teams like the Shiba NFT team to be building on the XRPL because this is what's going to launch the ecosystem in this space. Now, if you're not into NFTs or metaverse because you think all that's scary, okay, that's fine. Just take it step by step. Just follow the projects that matter. Follow the projects that will be the ones in the new system, all right? Because there will be gaming, there will be fun, exciting ways of using these tokens, certain VIP events, guest experiences, all this stuff that will come with the adoption with Web3, but if that's too much for anybody on this call, I totally get it, we'll just take it step by step. And I think the initial question on all of this was why the hell is Ripple with you know the WEF? And I think because both sides see this technology, but because we are at the cusp of building a brand new internet with brand new permissions, we the people, by the time this gets to uh, where the ponzi scheme has collapsed we'll be so ready to reclaim our sovereignty we will reclaim those permissions and and we suddenly will be able to do that with the very same technology that was going to be weaponized against us because remember technology itself is not negative or positive it is neutral it is how you build on top of it and that is the key difference here So, you don't have to understand the technology. You just have to understand that how we build with that technology is the big game changer here. Hope that answers that question.
1: Superb. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) Do you want me to move on to a couple of more questions that we've had come up?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess. does (laughs) Does somebody want to ask or contribute to that or add more to it? I mean, I don't, did I cover everything?
1: I think So there's no hands up at the moment. Guys, if you want to uh, jump I'll in, just put your ahead. hand up. So one of the um, kind of leading into that, when you're talking about new financial system and structures changing, which is something we, we go over, there's obviously a lot of high concern at the moment about higher gas prices, higher electric prices, uh, money Money that you've got retained in in the bank, best places places to put them them, um, or uh, put it, sorry. sorry. Best Best kind of cryptos maybe to invest in at the moment. Um, There's a uh, comment comment here here with relation to DOT dot, um, alongside, uh, alongside obviously, other other ISO-compliant crypto. Gold and silver. silver. And then, kind of ratios and things like that. So, I think maybe just a, a refresh on, on how we picture all of those. Which, again, we don't give financial advice. We just merely share what we're doing, don't we, Jennifer?
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I I agree with that. I mean, look, it just it's not really. It's I mean, everyone's saying it's informed. You know, informed consent. Like you know, everybody has to make the decision on what's best for them. You receive a pension or a SIP, or you have money in a bank. You know, there's obviously a reason why you have that. I don't know all those personal details, so I'm, you know, it's easy for me to say get rid of it. But you know, I'm not the one who's invested and contributed into it, or having to pay fees. So that's the caveat there. <clears throat> there are ways of managing those fees. Again, I'm not going to pretend to be uh, a financial advisor on that, but I, I would say just explore ways that you could either roll it over into gold and silver, um, and physical gold and silver all the way. I'm not into contracts and mining. Um, you know, you can invest in a home safe. I don't personally invest in, you know, allocated pots or vaults where you share with other people, but some people do. Um, some places will give you dedicated vault space. That's you know, an allocated box. That's just to you again. I, I mean, I'm, I'm with Lynette on this. If you don't hold it, you don't own it. Um, and we started talking about gold and silver probably this time, if not earlier last year. When you know, where we're we're watching these collapse, these huge volatile swings within the market, right after this COVID announcement, ten days of flattening. Oh man, that whole thing started. Um, and so you're seeing the kind of up and ups and downs, and what that is indicating, you know, this kind of uh, the volatility of 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 a market that can't, you know, equilibriize or stabilize itself. And so then we start seeing the puffing and puffing of quantitative easing, which we've mentioned before. This is the printing on steroids. Um, this is the fractional reserve banking, you know, the central banks, the Federal Reserve kind of lending money to and fro these central banks, uh, taking out security notes and all this. and And it's, you know, for every dollar, they're lending out 10 kind of thing. It's a very... Uh, you know, you, when you listen to the videos on YouTube and you watch how the system goes, and then you think about how it's taken place right, in, you know, in front of your eyes, basically our entire lives, it just can't, you you can't really grasp how much it, like the mind, like wow, this has really happened. You know, this is what this is what this system is. I mean, I thought this was a government entity, not privately owned by private individuals and corporations. I mean, this is just insanity. So, you know, this is why it really isn't just one thing or one lecture or one way. It's understanding what is happening in the broader, you know, economy. (laughs) Um, That was our tent outside. Remember I told you we are having these crazy hurricane (laughs) weather issues. Um, It'll be like beautiful and then there'll be like a hurricane. Um, That's Florida for you, it's crazy. That's where I got tra- caught in traffic earlier because we had like this random hurricane, uh, you know, these, these crazy storms. But uh, so, yeah, so this is why we introduced the concept of gold and silver. And then finally, you know, I started into talking about uh, digital assets and this is where, you know, we had this massive pump last May or April and May. And, you know, I guess the 50 or so people that I was telling, you know, buy XRP, you know, they got this huge pump and you know we're really in profits. And like, you know, my cousin turned three hundred and fifty dollars into over ten thousand dollars and it was this crazy wild ride for her. We did I mean she's never had that kind of money. Um, you know, and so that was a huge trade. And I'm like, all right, okay, great. So let's just, you know, keep, you know, let's do this again. And so this is where I started getting more confident to then be able to explain or at least introduce a few digital assets to stand behind, um, and that's where we've kind of then introduced. Okay, if you're going to take your money out of the banks, where do you hold it? Gold, silver, and that. If you had a bit of extra after everything's paid for, and you feel confident in your nominal investments, um, you know, look into investing in these digital assets, uh, XRP mainly, and you know XLM. Uh, a lot of people like to diversify, so they'll hold a little bit of everything. I'm not one of those people. I've said that before. Vicky, you're kind of one of those people. You like to buy a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Um, I you also got, don't let go.
2: Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> you have a lot more. You know, I like to like buy it, hold it, or you know, trade it. So if I'm like, you know, if I take a punt into something, or if I veer off the XRP course, um, you know, as I have done in the past. Um, I did really well with XDC, but then I didn't let it go in time. That was a big lesson I've shared with you guys before. Um, I didn't sell in time. And so I've kind of developed a little strategy for some low-cap gems that I've been able to trade, you know, wildly and do very well and, and um, increase my position with XRP. But, again, these are decisions I've cho- you know chosen to do. I've told you guys about the Shiba NFT project recently. That's probably the one that I'm watching the most. Um just because they have so much in the pipeline and with all those zeros, you guys, and like solid, you know, utility projects behind it. This is, this is why this is one of those projects you load up while you can when it's at this price, because it'll be very, very easy uh, to, uh, you know, at least take out your nominal investment and, you know, let the rest ride. But it'll also, you know, you'll be able to trade it as it goes because it's very volatile. Um, but, you know, these are the kinds of coins I look to now if and when I do diversify, but I'm not really one. So people always ask me about other projects. Um, to me, everything comes back to gold, silver and XRP. And those are the ones I want more of, you know. So I hope that answers a few because I saw those. No,
1: definitely, definitely. I like um, my second biggest hold, I think, is XLM. And then, like yourself, got XDC and then quite a lot of random coins. Um, just alongside that, somebody made a comment about um, whether to have a Ledger Nano or a Trust Wallet. So a Trust Wallet is is an app, an exchange app, whereas a Ledger Nano is, is your cold storage, stores it away from things like that. And you hold it similarly to the gold and silver, like Jennifer was saying, if you don't own, you know, you don't hold it, you don't own it. Um, trust wallets and those kind of exchanges are good for quick use with a little bit of crypto that you keep lying around but not for your big stash, is it, Jennifer? We've got everything stored safely on ledgers um, and Ledger on the web has got some really great walkthroughs and as you link up your ledger, it will tell you
3: um,
1: what to do to get started with it. It's, It's really simple once you get going.
0: But just like, you know, with the early adoption of the applications, you know, when everything was like, oh, do you have the app? And it was like, oh, no. But you know, in UK, I could see you guys easily adopt that, you know, where the service was only available via the app or it's an order through the app or the retail line is only in the app, these kind of things. This is how your digital wallets start being adopted. Zoom Wallet, for example, uh, is very easy, it's free, and it's relatively secure. But that's just it. Everything's relatively secure because there's no regulation in this space. There's no um, ultimate decision body making specifically designed for digital assets, which move very differently uh, than wire transfers and you know basic message protocols that is the Swift system. Uh, so we over the last year kind of have kind of adopted these principles that I just have over, you know, kind of run through. Um, we were, in, you know, interested in doing an intro to, you know, crypto course, and we still, you know, potentially could do this. We keep talking about trying to film it. Um, but, you know, and I know that there's a lot of interest on that, especially on this channel, but guys, at the same time, everything we're teaching, you know, we really focus on the new financial system. Um, and you know, at least what we can deduct, you know, uh, take away from it at this moment, you know, we're watching how the new registration house, what is that? What was that Com- bank of companies of london or whatever the new registration house and the new bank of oh london. Wow. you Is know it, these yeah it, in, in
1: the city, city of london city wasn't it? it
0: yeah and so you're just watching these the new things coming out you know and you're like you're there oh definitely. the clearing house sorry sorry the clearing house yeah the new one the alternative to companies house oh for company oh, registration, registration. Yes.
1: Oh, I've missed oh, that one. Sorry, I was—I thought, I thought you thought meant the the payments, payments the, clearing the clearing house, house for bank of banks. banks.
0: <laughs> well, I think it does both, actually. Oh man, now we're on. I'm mentioning. Um, you definitely remember it because we were like, they're absolutely using Ripple. Yes. No. Speak. Yeah, that's the clearing oh, house. Well, so yes, yeah. For yeah, the, big the, house, so yeah, the big global payments.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. For the for yeah. companies. Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
0: you're right. Um, well they uh, the, the point is is that they the when we were talking about the adoption, you know when I use the brave browser or the unstoppable domains, you have to use those as an extensions. so pretty soon in the new blockchain internet and in the new blockchain browsers, you'll be able to surf where these won't be the extensions they'll be the default. Um, so I use those in as examples, I guess because those are more commonly used for people to you know understand. But this is this adoption, these new red, you know clearing houses, these new banks this is all kind of where we're moving towards now uh, I want to just mention the cbdcs because you know it is my hunch at this moment we won't necessarily need cbdcs because the way the the money will flow will be through these blockchains, and your digital your permissions, your digital wallets will be your kind of new you know bank accounts. What I can see happening. Uh, are these companies with these trust line wallets and, you know, what? where we could go with our little credit union, um, you know, we could develop out features, you know, the same as the bank would have. So issue a debit card, um, create like a little login with an app and a savings, you know, where you're, you know, compounding interest, or maybe you're minting on flair, you know what I mean? All those kind of third, you know, the, the features, the bells and whistles part of the, what a traditional bank would offer um, because banks, I just guys, I see them as superfluous and that's why I'm outspoken about them because let them huff and puff, <laughs> blow themselves away because honestly the in the new end, the way that these payments will flow, especially with this interledger protocol, like the reason why we have to use banks now is because we're all forced to use the same currency, this fiat currency, all pegged against this crazy petrodollar right but in the new world this new financial system um we can hold many tokens you know tokens will be the the currency within a specific uh retail outlet or website you know where they will issue tokens you know to spend internally Um, and it won't be like you have to go exchange money for the tokens you'll just do it automatically you know with these uh payment exchanges the, you know, these these trust lines and the interledger protocol can and basically change any currency to any other currency um that's why these iso accredited payment rails are so damn important um you know this one was this is the the main interledger protocol i keep mentioning uh that is the same people of F- ripple have kind of developed this technology to exchange these currencies so they run like payment rails in the sky you guys like different highways um and and when you have the ability to change any currency into any other currency you the front end user you don't have to see the technicals behind that you don't care how it's exchanged out you don't want to wait three to five days or pay two to four percent processing fee forget all of that that is crap this it happens seamlessly and instantly and the payment is settled so if you're sending you know Japanese Taiwan you know your yen um, to you know to China or Taiwan or England um, you're just sending it and it converts and it ends up in the currency that it would you know designated on the other side um, so that you know again that's that's where we're watching how these uh, new financial institutions and architectures kind of take place because they'll start connecting dots really soon. We'll start seeing how they all interconnect. Uh, and then we know, I mean, I, we're watching London obviously cause London is, is ready. <laughs> it's supposed to happen first in London. Yeah. It's
1: funny, yeah, it's funny, just, funny quickly just quickly funny on the, the ISO 222 protocol because, um, NatWest bank put out to, you know, all companies and stuff like that about being compliant or, um, by November 2022, isn't it? This November, basically, the rails will be will be moving. Everybody will be going. Yet, the Fed just released that they're postponing their start until 2025. Um, now, I need to look at it in a, in a little bit more detail. But I don't know whether that's is this is this America's last ditch effort to hold on to the dollar, or they're not ready to slow things up alongside the SEC case. All of these kinds of you know, um, what's the word? Things in the road to stop things or slow things down. And it just seems to be the US at the moment dragging the heels around the whole kind of crypto thing or putting the downer on on the crypto um, and digital assets sphere. Um, What do you think about that, Gem?
0: I think we have to be prepared for it to have a slow bleed to 2025. I don't... Field, like we will have to wait I mean maybe it'll take that long for everything to be set up I don't know if that's just FUD if this is just another effort to like keep trying to you know keep this this horrible you know antiquated like it's, or it's just it's dead the system is dead it's you know they can only inflate it for so much longer there'll be some kind of trigger now everybody gets so angry at like what is it what is the I, the, the best way I can explain it is that not one of us is the sole, you know, contri- you know contributor to, to the one variable that can be isolated out. You know what I mean? Because I guarantee if there was a lever, a button, you know, I would push it or I would tell you guys where it is and, you know, and we could all do it together, but, you know, just get it over with. Um, but, so we just have to watch how it all you know, goes and what exactly, you know, that was was always one of my favorite things when I would um, read extensively into some, you know, past disasters. So I'd look into like, you know, when Enron and the too big to fail concept, the Andrew Sorkin book that he wrote, you know, what was the tipping point at which where the whole house of cards collapsed and it came down to this one damn laptop, you know, and how this, you know, the narrator kind of built all these characters into this, one chronological sequence that the, you know, listener reader um, could follow and, you know, put it down to this point or this meeting at the Fed, which happened right before that Lehman, um, you know, when the di- the day they decided to let Le- Lehman die. And, you know, I read about, you know, Eisner and Disney and the collapse of Disney. And I think about how other, but none of those can, you know, or the let's go even further, the great, you know, the wars of our time, even though we've been told, history's all wrong, or the de- Great Depression, or I mean, there's so many questions now I have on a lot of that, um, you know, because now that we're living through this in real time, it, it makes you wonder, did anybody else get really upset and angry? Um, <laughs> were they getting bored? Were they, you know, like, what do we do? Where's the lever? Push the button, you know, to make all of this end? Um, were they just blissfully unaware? I mean, there's just, <laughs> it makes me think, but um Yeah. I mean, the financial system is doomed and, and, you know, the longer that you wait with money that is held in paper notes that is made lawful only by government decree, you know, the further your, your attack vector, you know, widens, it it just makes you more susceptible, uh, you know, to be controlled or, you know, to have that money withheld from you. Um, So this is why looking to get it outside the system is the best way. Um, And yes, on a level Probably the best way, given the state of government or lack thereof, with regulatory clarity here uh, for your XRP, because I just, I don't trust it on exchanges. You just don't know, you know if they decide to seize it or take it or uh, stop trading it and then take yours. I mean, you just don't know how that'll go out, how it'll, you know, exactly the, like the micro baby steps. Um, but we, we know there's a reason why it's under lawsuit if it was just the WEF's pet project, I guarantee it would not be under lawsuit. They wouldn't be there bragging their fingers. You know, they wouldn't be making Gary Gensler and the band of merry men criminals inside the SEC a thing, right, they would just cover that over. But here we are, slow bleed, you know, the Hinman speech that was the official narrative of the SEC and then it wasn't, right? Mm -hmm. And then we had regulatory clarity around Uh, But we didn't have it for XRP, even though they were trading, you know, mutually trading at the same time over many years. Right. And one just so happened to have many appointments in the White House over two different uh, administrations. Right. So there's just, you know, guys, when you get all worried about this, you have to take a bigger step back out and look at it from the wider lens um, and just think, you know, yeah, both sides would want to use this this technology. Both sides see the, you know, practical application. Sure, I'm sure there's a lot of weirdos out there that get excited about the biometric payments and the encryption. But at the end of the day, that stuff is going to be refuted. People are, by the time we get to that point where that becomes mandatory, watch the hell pour out on the streets. There's no way people will go with it. Um, I don't care how indoctrinated they may seem. There's going to be a point where this tipping point, and it comes down to the resilience, guys. It's not the majority. So quit holding your breath for the majority. It's every single one of us standing with death of a thousand cult, uh, cuts, cults, cuts, where we just do not go away. Keep bringing out your creepy stuff. No, no, absolutely not. End of no. This is how we have to speak to these people. That's why I love what Pete said the other day about the sovereign mindset, right? I'm sure people get mad at him. They come to him. They just tell me what to do. And he's like, Oh no, not you, you know, because those kind of people will never get it. This isn't told him. And what's been, what whats what do you want? You want to be told what to do? Pay your taxes, get in line, go. There's your payment. You know, like this is the system you adhere to. If that's what you're looking for. Now there's education, right? And there's truth. And there's a way forward, and I know that a lot of what he said, When for many, I'm including mine, blew my mind the other day of, like, all the stuff that we could have potentially been told wrong. Um, so it's going to take, a, you know, a beat to wrap our heads around it. But no one's going to tell us what to do. No one's going to hold our hands. We have to stand and just not comply. Uh, so if you don't want a biometric facial scan at Tesco, don't shop at Tesco. Tell them. Demand they stop that crap. Right, because that's, that's the power we have. And we are the many, not the weirdos at the top. Trust me, they are, half of them are dimwits. They're not even worth our energy here. You just gotta stand and, and just speak uh, and say no. Now, I, I feel like I'm lecturing everybody, so someone join this conversation, so I feel like I'm not <laughs> here just speaking over you guys.
1: Not at all, you answered another kind of question. Uh, within that, Lynn, did you want to um, speak, Lynn? Lynn? She put her hand up to speak. Does anybody else wish to jump in or have a question?
0: Come on, guys, don't be shy. (laughs) I know it's been a while while since we've done this. I feel like I've scared everyone. All right. Well, I I do want to mention this um, gun stuff just briefly, not to really get into it more. But it just, it is so painful. I've missed a lot of it being in England um, because I forgot all about this gun issue here. And, you know, I was always the person like, whatever, guns, whatever. But now I'm like, yeah, I see why Americans freak out about the right to run it hold a gun. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you on my life, I don't know what exactly happened in this latest shooting, but it is not at all what the media is saying. I mean, this 18-year-old kid was like cartel targeted. I mean, there was a whole bunch of people, you know, there's just so much the media has failed to say. And everybody on the ground uh, that's, you know, reporting back on any of this is saying, look, this is not a gun issue. Everybody has guns. This is not a gun issue. Everybody knows how to train their kids to, you know, or all their kids are trained to use guns. Everybody has a gun here. This is an evil issue. Whether this is an MK Ultra, demonic position, paid off, kind of angry, mentally unsatisfied. But there's so much here that, you know, you just like, you know, neighbors that are saying, where did he get this money? People that are showing up how the cartel works. I mean, there's just a lot there that uh, the media is not saying. So I understand where a lot of people sit, especially in in England or you know across the UK where they they think the crazy Americans, you know it's all the hillbillies uh, and the crazy folk in the South that want their guns. And you know I can see that stereotype 100%. but I've never I mean I have not been here through these shootings. Uh, since I was a child, I've been over with you guys. So now that I'm here, and I'm seeing all the stuff that people are saying on the, I mean, that stuff that just won't make it to the news, and I, I'm trying to collect it. Uh, there was some, there was a piece that ran, I think, on Fox um, that did kind of give, uh, you know, get enough questions there so that people are asking. But unfortunately, it's still like, you know, Infowars and Steve Bannon that are the ones asking these questions, and a lot of people put their question marks over those guys too. So it's really hard to know where factual information is coming from, um, but I just wanted to lightly address that topic because uh, nothing in the news about this—you know—this is such a play from for from criminals to try to just uh, do de- weaponize, you know, basically take the every any kind of ability for Americans to defend themselves. This is one hundred percent a play for this, and definitely not—I mean, gosh. Anyway, I, that's just a little news for me as an American here, because I've, I've been shocked over how this has played out um, now being on this side. Yeah,
1: a lot, yeah, of, the a lot of the story that, that, I've, that I've seen coming seen out of it, was, is this the chap this that, the that chap went into that the, went school, into the yeah. school? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was how the police were stood outside, basically watching him get in. The school had been boasting about how everything was super locked, how he got in, who are super locked, school, you know, lots and lots of things just um, start, you know, people are questioning. And, and as you said, seven and a half thousand dollars worth of firearms for somebody who's unemployed, you know, lots of these things aren't making sense. So I think people are starting to question. But as you said, being on this side of it, it's a very slow burn of information.
0: I mean, I think we just, again, there was another thing that came out recently where they said the election, there's no way that the elections were uh, insecure. And this is just so factually incorrect on so many levels. And it's just, I'm like, how is it? We are still in this fighting, you know, still debating this. I thought this evidence was so, but, you know, there's just, there's fighting internally, regionally, locally. Um, I don't think it's going you know, to plan because I think a lot of people are getting very impatient about how things are happening. But then at, you know, at any point, you still just cannot help but think if this was so meticulously planned out and this is the way it was going to be, then they knew this was going to get to this point. And at what point and how far does this escalate? I don't know. Um, but I think people are getting so pissed off about this election thing because they're just, you know, and so all I can see it is, you know, this kind of bloody battle into the midterms and it will have to be uh, faulty again. It will have, to and I think what we're gonna have to see is is all the countries, um, you know, as Laura Logan's perfectly said in this little clip and I, I'll find it and kind of post it to this thread if you have, I mean, it's circulating around where she says, we have to start asking how many of our world leaders were installed or were they actually, you know, elected by the people? Because I think this is the point. We're all supposed to finally wake up to the grasp that it's not just one election, you know, one time, one leader, one country. It's it's basically all leaders, all countries, all elections, even the hand-counted ones that then get tabulated electronically later. Um, and so I don't know how long it goes, but it's, it's so damn painful because... No one wants to sit here and listen to any more of Sleepy Creepy on, you know, TV from his Castle Rock studio somewhere in L.A. or in Pennsylvania, wherever that off the grid other one, uh, D.C. is. Um, I guess, yeah, today was just to kind of connect with you guys. Uh, If anybody wants to add or contribute, please jump on in. Otherwise, I think we could wrap it up. I mean, I just wanted to be here to, you know, kind of address any issues and, you know, just to keep our community calls uh, going. But equally, I don't want to, like, talk anyone's ear off. <laughs> no, it's all good. There's, there's um,
1: just a couple of things on the, th- um, on the Q&A which lend themselves to deeper threads, which we've spoken about. Um uh just scrolling back up uh one about um about dams and tunnels and things like that um i don't know if you've got anything to hand on those um and then hkv obviously gave um a couple of really good questions the real agenda behind veganism and um the female fat movement um and things like that and uh, normalizing unhealthy images and and uh body weights uh, and things um again that that I think they're almost solo topics on their own, which we could talk about in greater detail as opposed to just skimming over, don't you think
0: yeah I mean my I haven't had any recent updates on the dumbs um you know as far as like Matthew had intercepted a few. You know, when he was playing with radios over the summer, where there were images of children, nothing um, scandalous or anything. But you know, like he was just thought it was weird that there was just various satellite images um, with these, you know, faces of children. And then, you know, a girlfriend of mine, uh, a year and a half or so ago, had family in the tunnels in Colorado, and they were rescuing children um deformed children and, and women and then there was some stuff that leaked out in new york you know what that i knew of um, but again this stuff is old i have not been keeping tabs on any updated information i mean remember that week like all the world flooded at once that was weird <laughs> and we were like look another flood another flood um so you know we are kind of watching those events we can do another dumb Uh, you know, thread uh, for those that want to share any kind of recent information. But, you know, a lot of the stuff that comes out about that is not stuff I want to fill people's minds with because it's very depleting. And, um, you know, there were a few videos that were shared of what happens underground. Uh, There are tunnels all over under London. I've seen a few um, my husband knew a few outside of Manchester growing up. So there are, I mean, openly known entryways and things that go underground. Uh, yeah. And then the, the vegan agenda its very interesting. That would be a great topic. I mean, I never really got the vegan thing. It's definitely not about pushing just health. Uh, and then, yeah, the unhealthy images, I think that is a way of celebrating, you know, those, I mean, it's, it's one thing to, Uh, embrace, you know, a woman's body for all the, the, you know, many different layers and shapes that come with it. But again, the targeted focus, like it does, it's like, you know, anytime you kind of pick up on those kind of campaigned uh, messages, it it should raise alarm bells. We should question that, Um, you know, because there shouldn't be fat shaming any more than there would be, you know, just endorsing what you... I mean, I get I get both sides there. So those are my opinions. Does anybody want to add to that? Because we can just run some threads on those. Those are, you know, those are kind of maybe people want to think about what their thoughts are. And we can run some fascinating discussions on that. Does that sound good, Vicky?
1: Yeah, and I think it's really important. As you said, it's not about fat shaming or whatever, but it's about the depletion of promotion of healthy lifestyle um that's been removed isn't it and 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 things like that we saw all the way through through covid the doctors and everything should have been promoting you know good vitamin d consumption vitamin c zinc you know all of these natural benefits and and things um and it's not about you know your body composition as such but it's about you know the the removal of um the advocacy for a healthy lifestyle
0: vkh you wanted to say something
4: hi yeah Sorry, this is my first call so i'm i'm not i'm not entirely sure i'm going to be offering anything of value here but i'm um, a dietitian working in the uk and have been practicing as a dietitian for 20 years in the last five, six, seven years, I've undergone a bit of a shift in terms of what constitutes healthy eating and with no offense to any vegans in the group, um, I I think it's actually quite difficult to be healthy uh, following a vegan diet. And also the current UK, US global guidelines as to what healthy eating is um, are also pretty much contrary to human health um, and there's an argument that actually uh, I think the Kellogg Foundation like back in the day came up with the first nutritional guidance in the US um, and various other countries followed suit and it, it, it's, it's they've turned it into a moral issue, they've t- turned it into a climate issue and you can eat healthily as a vegan, but it's actually quite difficult to do, particularly with the quality of many fruits and vegetables that are available to the majority of us today, particularly as they're intensively farmed um, and increasingly genetically modified. Um, So there's, I mean, there's a lot to say there. On the images, that we're seeing, I, I agree that fat shaming isn't a good thing. But I, I heard of perhaps rather belatedly the concept of healthy at any size by a, a, from another dietitian that I was visiting in Mexico in February, and I was genuinely shocked at hearing what that ethos is because I believe in being healthy and happy, and you can improve your health at any size, but. I think being obese is is isn't necessarily healthy. You can improve your metabolic markers while remaining overweight and any improvement is good for health. But yeah, I, I think I I think the agenda is basically about making us weaker and sicker. Um and so if anyone on the call is prepping which I perhaps again have started to do rather late in the day rather than just focusing on carbohydrate grains please also focus on your pulses dried pulses um, so that you get protein because you can make all the carbs that you need within your own body from protein from fat focus on your proteins and healthy fats and good supplements uh, for any times of shortage that that we're gonna come across um and yeah i'd be really interested to see any any threads and participate in those because i haven't really had much to contribute just much to learn from from the other threads so thank you for all that you're doing
1: thank you yeah definitely as soon as um we get a thread started any assistance that you can help with the community and information um always greatly received <laughs> HKB.
3: hi hi um i brought up those questions and um i absolutely agree with um bkh exactly my <laughs> initials in a different order and um I just wanted to add to the, the vegan question. I think one of the things I'm really worried about is how it's giving way to very unhealthy foods. So um, to look at you know what they're actually serving as plant-based meals in Mark's or Sainsbury's, I mean, the stuff is highly processed. And I feel that's where they're trying to guide us. And then you've got this whole area of lab, lab-made meats as well. Um, And, you know, less and less agricultural land being devoted to raising um, cattle and animals, which means, to me, it feels like the whole thing is being driven down this very narrow path of manufactured, highly processed food. And it does remind me of something I think Kissinger said, is that you want to control people, you control the food. Um, So before we actually get there, I think this is why we need to have these debates. Um, And yeah, I could go on, but I'll stop there.
0: Thank you for that. Petra? Vicki, are you there? I can't hear anyone.
1: I'm here. Cool. Yeah. Okay, Excellent.
0: I can't. So, right. can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> Apologies. So think, um... Oh, go on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds like that we lost the call there for a minute.
1: Yeah, we're back. Okay, so we'll follow up with those um, with those threads um, over over the week. I think, Jennifer. Sure. You're just after this call, I'll do it later. Perfect. Perfect.
0: Well, Petra did from me, that's, oh. It was just because Petra raised her hand. I didn't know if she wanted to add something, before otherwise we'll probably wrap up. It's about time. All
2: right. Hello, uh, can you hear me? Sorry. Hi. Hi. Yeah, sorry. I was just speaking. I didn't didn't realize I was on mute. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Um yeah, I no, I I just wanted to quickly say I I really agree about uh, the last point from HKB about um you know, if you control the food, you control the people. But I, I've been vegan for the past four years. I was I was vegetarian for like twenty years prior to that. For me, it's always been ethical about the animals. But I mean that that aside, um, you know, you talk about all this processed plant-based stuff, which I, I don't happen to agree with, and I think it is aimed at, at meat eaters, um, and, and you know, that there is there is a ton of salt in, in this in all this kind of processed um plant-based food. But you can eat really healthily on a vegan diet, you know. Uh, so you don't need de- you don't need meat and dairy. There is no one in A and E, um, you know, dying of protein deficiencies. We have too much protein in the West. We have too many diseases associated with with um, dietary um, dietary issues, and I think. That, that's that's the conflict i have because i see what's going on with with what they're doing and they they're bringing the wrong reasons for veganism and that is something I, that really really upsets me because you know i'm i'm doing it from a really holistic point of view here and uh, kind of in, in my children aren't vegan i'm not raising my children vegan you know it's up to them but um you can't castigate kind of all vegans because you know, we're not involved with the Illuminati, and we're not we're not part of this kind of cull and this whatever they're doing, whatever idiocracy and and heinous things that they're doing. You know, I'm not part of that. I mistakenly thought that you know I, I, I fell for this climate change thing, and 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 I'm really kind of researching on that myself now. But in terms of veganism, I will never go ever differ from that path um but but and that you know that 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 works for me um but i this all this insect i mean i live in wales and and recently um there's an article that's come out um in the whatever whatever rag daily rag it was um that mark drakeford olively Furer is um is, is going to be introducing bugs you know eating bugs into four i think they're they're trialing it in four primary schools i mean that's just absolutely ridiculous so yeah i i'd anyway i'd love to contribute on any thread going forward so just just hope you don't mind me saying that
0: i love that you said that thank you
2: <laughs> thank you
0: of Thanks. course I
2: think, I think you rock i think you rock jen i think you're amazing and, and vicky as well <laughs>
0: oh so, yeah. thank you. <laughs> know. look if you can rock the vegan thing that's amazing and uh, you know i yeah. had a girl who just made the most glorious meal and i was still still so impressed with how yeah. she you know and i i know there's some beautiful ways of eating, of eating you, know, you know definitely with you know with, you know so fruits you know, and grains and, vegetables and, vegetables 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 and everything and else and that yeah that's what, what I'm, Like like something you chose to do for you, or you know, to get over a health condition or whatever, to this push, you know, through you know, now we're eating bugs in primary school. I know, yeah. So, I love (laughs) you said that because you're right. Of many, there were many good vegans back in the day who just wanted a damn plant, (laughs) you know, and yeah, yeah, that's that's me. That's me. That's me. It's like, I just
2: want (laughs) peace, I just want world peace. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah I grow my own food well I'm I try I do grow my own food but the conditions obviously in the UK aren't completely um 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 you know uh what's the word temperate for that but yeah uh yeah I'm, I'm doing what I can <laughs> it's difficult though isn't it
0: it is. Um, it is yeah and you know, I think it would be more impressive and more worthy of news if they were teaching those primary kids, you know, about sowing a seed and germinating exactly. a seed. Exactly. Oh, them about how we could, like, build our own, you f- I mean, because this was a big part of our, our um, cre- credit union, you know, because we could have, we could collectively fund things that we need together, you know, and so yeah. if there was growing food collectively. Okay, so maybe not everybody is I'm no good with, you know, in the garden, but there are people that into this and know exactly how to harvest and which plants will, you know, let you germinate year after year and which ones, you know, and this is like, these are real skills. And I just, you know, for the same verban, you know, like a vocal um, pitch that I give about cybersecurity skills, I stand on this you know, farming as well, because, this is what we should be talking about. What is in a plant and what is the real threat of a genetically modified? Okay. You you know, like it's, it goes a little bit more, you know, down to like nutrition. I mean, you're buying all these apples, but do you even know what are in these apples? I mean, especially here in California or in California, you have so many genetically modified everything. Um, So it's really organic because it sits in the same, you know, trucks space farms that all this other crap is so of course you just don't know you know so like for example strawberries don't ever buy normal strawberries there's too yeah. many seeds you know and these little tidbits about you know growing plants i wish we knew you know we talked We tr- we have run a few threads on this i don't know if you've seen we haven't done like a yeah. vegan yeah
2: no I have I have seen yeah because I've I've been with you you know for quite a long time now on on this channel and um yeah I think we we can all I think it's all about taking taking what we need from from the earth not wasting resources and 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 you know utilizing what we have and you know I think that's that's absolutely fundamental and I think we need to go back to basics to all kind of learn how to do that but I think that will come Ho- hopefully hopefully with with this awakening um that that's spreading going forward so you know change
0: it, it's absolutely i mean valid because like who wouldn't want to of the ocean right who wouldn't yeah, yeah. Want the air i mean so they've really weaponized and manipulated that to hell i mean i'm someone like i'm not exactly someone you know that will go fight for animal rights i mean i love animals but i'm not Mm -hmm. but but when it comes to dolphins and like you know after watching the documentary like i just lost it on the slaughtering of these animals and you know just the fact that they're you know and there's and so there's certain issues there that you know you think about how do we get the plastic out of the sea you know this just common sense like but then there's so many ways to reuse plastic. So why isn't this the forefront of every global summit coming together? Well, 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 the thing is, all, all these,
2: all these, um, all these top, top dogs, fat cats, whatever, including Greta, Greta Thunberg, they're all advocating plastic-free society, and yet they're all advocating wearing masks so they're they're complete hypocrites you know they're the ones pushing the 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 obviously covid narrative whatever virus is going around whatever the virus in trend on trend is um whatever strain of whatever pox is going around now um so so you know that they're they're, they're completely contradicting themselves this is what i can't understand that they're, they're so this this so stupid with it because it doesn't none of it makes any sense and and like Bill Gates owns nearly all the farmland in the states now he's bought nearly all the farmland and he owns I think it's is it Beyond Meat the company I think he owns nearly well a fair percentage of shares in that in that company now I mean this guy this guy is like foretelling the future you know before it even happens so and and yet you know, if you kind of listen to someone that said, oh, there's going to be a bank robbery kind of it at such and such next Thursday, and it actually happened, you would actually look at that person and go, right, okay. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Sorry. I'm, I'm waffling now. Yeah.
0: I think it's great. For sharing, for sharing. I'm, wondering mm-hmm. if I'm wondering if, if somebody, somebody built, like... Built, oh, there's a back... There's a back. you hear that guys oh you're just echoing now Shall i go off no i i you know i don't i'm wondering if maybe this one owner that owns most of the land of the u.s if eventually this is not the easiest way to seize back all the land you know when there's a seizure of assets because eventually this guy's gonna hang the crimes against humanity here are off the charts all right it's not just india anymore he's you know this is the entire world um, and, you know, I can't believe that India's had to deal with this for as long as they have. And it's just horrible, the silencing of what, you know, has happened there. And then globally, um, you know, I sit on these calls with these medical doctors for COVID ethics. And, you know, we there's all kinds of minds that contribute to these weekly calls you know, from the political to the medical. And, you know, it's crazy to think that these professionals are being silenced the way they are because there's enough people speaking out right there's enough and so this was it's it's almost like um when i think about you know how reiner fulmick told everybody to just keep do, you know keep pushing back um because eventually i think we have them you know that they've showed their hand they've overplayed their hand nothing about this is making sense um the fact that you're taking private jets to go what one state over a country over you know, when you're there to be telling everybody else they can't have a car in five years or fly in 10 years. I mean, that's just craziness. Um, And so, you know, but it is easy to get bought into the climate change. You notice in in all the shows on Netflix, um, you know, in the way they kind of adapt it, you know, they'll put it in the subtext of the characters or the motives. They'll wanna change the world because of overpopulation. And these kind of little subliminal messages there. So the seeding and the buy-in there, people buy it. They really do believe that there's not enough for everybody. But then they have not been told of how, how much is owned by that 1%. And so once we calculate in their shareholding, suddenly the world becomes a different place. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not here to give you exact numbers. I mean, I've heard people say, like, everybody could stand with, like, 600 square foot you know or you could put everybody in the world in the state of texas i don't know (laughs) i don't remember you know but there's some crazy number there you know with 400 square feet to dance around it um you know like so in other words if once we actually look at the bigger you know globe or flat earth or whatever you want to believe but the entire population of humanity um you know in the space that we have that we actually can make this work a lot better and and that's where i do get excited about technology Um, Because what it can do is alleviate that nefarious, you know, kind of Trojan horse that has happened within these tech technical oligarchs uh, that have formed over the last you know, decade uh, or 20 years, really. And so, you know, what I can see with, you know, um, decentralized autonomous organizations, you know, the use of blockchain and smart contracts, you could alleviate a lot of the middleman finaglement or the ability to, to make fraudulent or, this or that. And there can be, you know, much more streamlined process so that you could use human intellect elsewhere um, and allow the code, you know, to be checked regularly and make sure it's secured properly so that it can execute without, you know, in a complete seamless transaction. So this is distributorships with uh, supply chains you know, because think of how, how much has been disguised in, in plain sight, you know, container ships, uh, use of retail alternative websites, you know, you think you're going to an SKU or some kind of barcode on Wayfair and then suddenly you're, I don't know, some obscenely overpriced boxes there. You know, there's all kinds of creepy stuff that's happened and, you know, there's a lot of videos that we've circulated about, hopefully you guys understand, uh, you know, the references I'm making there. But. You know, a lot of that is because of this fragmented payment uh, system that we go into. And, you know, because everyone runs on different pr- payment rails and local um, payment laws or, you know, kind of taxes and whatnot. Uh, so so I, I can kind of see once this does fall and to go back to, you know, Bill Gates, there's some there's this guy can't just be, you know, allowed to keep screwing up. In the public eye like this like i just refuse to believe um you know how long this goes on i don't know but there's got to be a point where people are like wait a minute even dumb of dumb will eventually you know and if they don't like again again like i keep saying it doesn't matter because there will be enough of us that have been standing remember we just keep growing and growing and pushing back that's where we see them flailing and doing all kinds of crazy things but yeah, in a normal world, they'd look at Bill Gates and say, okay, wait a minute, you said this a week ago, what do you know? But that's how we know the system is rigged. So, you know, if there's a reason why he owns all the land, I think it's more than just his creepy agenda. Because, again, I don't believe this creepy agenda can sustain. Where we came into the creepy agenda, guys, is the ending, the final few acts. You know, this creepy agenda has been going on long before many of us knew what was going on, even the oldest red pills, you know, truthers of the group. I salute you, by the way. Um, you know, I can't, there's no way I would have known, you know, I'm, we're all from different ages and different points in our lives. So we have to embrace what we're in now and kind of, you know, understand that this is kind of the end. How long it takes is how long it takes. But at the end of it, when you look back and you're like, damn, that was so worth it. That's how we're all going to feel. Um, so I want to give that message out, uh, for anybody else. I love the kind of discussion on these points. We haven't really talked about climate change, so if it really had a chance to kind of air that, but, you know, I, I too was swept into that, that notion of saving the world meant, you know, all the crazy things and trusting the scientists. I didn't realize that the scientists were bought and paid for and funded to say certain things, especially from the MITs and Harvards and, you know, the most illustrious of, of, uh, you know, universities, those, you know, Ivy Leagues in the U.S., right? Uh, Who would have ever thought that they could ever be compromised? Well, this is part of the Great Awakening, everyone. (laughs) Um, And it's, you know, everybody has to kind of wake up in their own way. And, you know, sometimes it might just be that, you know, the food supply disaster that's coming or a water crisis or liquidity crisis or the damn silver squeeze, you know, whatever it is. That, that gets that person to wake up, you know, all those many different layers. Um, at the end of the day, you know, this can't sustain the way it is. We are at the end and that's why we are all here. Um, so again, I guess, Vicki, you want to wrap up? Is that good? I mean, is this a good closing point? Do you want to add anything? Nope. You've summed it up absolutely perfectly.
1: I've currently oh. just vacated my house with the kids. So I'm <laughs> hiking and talking. So no. Um- oh. I think it's a really great point to end on um and a really really positive chat it's great to be back in the channel for this kind of flexi
0: chat isn't it yeah i love talking to you guys i i really appreciate your contributions i mean that's what this is about so we'll we'll try to do these we'll keep doing them for the community nicole does them really well simmering kettle she does you know when when i can ask her a, a bit of her time to host another discussion. She does those, but we'll, you know, Vicky and I will keep doing them here and we're going to keep looking out for new projects and, you know, hopefully get out a crypto webinar for you guys and, you know, keep working towards what we were telling you about with the ripple project we're project doing. We're doing the NFT, the guy. NFT guy. Thank you for joining Thank our, for joining our discussions 'cause because, uh, we do appreciate your support. Um, that was just to help amplify our voices on some of these things that we're talking about. Uh, and when we have, you know, now we have a platform to host people like Sovereign Pete, and hopefully we'll get Abby Roberts on and we can have more one-on-one discussions. Um, but like, I, you know, I, like we started out having these community-led, um, you know, where you just get to talk about what you like and dislike, et cetera. So, again, um, thank you all for being here. We'll try again. Uh, We'll do this again soon with everybody. And, um, yeah, have a great weekend in the meantime.